and just take the risk. Just do it. Pull the plug and just continue to pound the pavement. Because I think everybody, I don't know, I got so focused with the Brit and I think I forgot about my personality a little bit. Oh, here we go again. A brand new episode of Brand Therapy. I'm Phil. I'm Lauren. Welcome to the show. This is our podcast where we have on a guest. We talk about some kind of challenge. Branding, business, social media, you name it. Challenge that they're facing as they are out there in the world trying to build their reputation and become more known. Oh, today is a fun one. I was laughing so hard. I was trying not to. A big personality. A mommy blogger by the name of Kathy freaking love her. Kathy is hilarious. It really wouldn't even matter what she talks about. Just the fact that she is talking, it's like she's just a magnet of sunshine. She is. And so the big topic or dilemma of today is that she wants to transition from being a mommy blogger to a lifestyle blogger. <laughs> and I ask her, what does this word mean to you? And, and, and why the pivot? And we get into some good discussion that I think will be useful for you if you've ever had this thought. How do I evolve my brand from what it is now or what I've built my reputation as? Maybe there's other opportunities that you're excited about. This is a good episode for you to listen to. And even if that's not you, you're still going to enjoy this one. Definitely. Let's get started. Let's it's get too started. good. It's our conversation with Kathy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kathy, and I am a mom blogger, and I am having an issue because I want to maybe turn it into being a lifestyle blogger. So help. I love it. Tell me more. Why this word lifestyle? Where did you hear this and why do you want it? I heard it because I've been thinking I have a lot more to offer, I think, than just mom advice. I have renovated two homes. I'm into DIY stuff. So I think I want to turn it into more of a lifestyle blog. What and I makes think that opens up a whole, you know, world. a better avenue for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us a little bit more about you. I loved how brief that brand sentence was. I oh, love thanks. how... Yeah, <laughs> you know what you're doing. But yeah. maybe give us a bit more detail and background on where you're at, some of the successes you've had, and some of the highlights of this kind of cool My career. highlights. Well, I have raised two children. And I survived motherhood, so I think I have a lot to offer in that category. I wrote a book um, that I self-published a year ago, and I'm having a little bit of success with it, so I'm happy with that. An autism organization actually contacted me, and they bought a couple hundred books, and they gave it to some of their members to read. So that was pretty exciting for me, and I hope they laughed because it's basically talking about my dysfunctional family. And I renovated, like I said, two houses. So I love doing that. That is just, you know, I think that's my go-to hobby now. So you've got a pretty active social media presence and you have a blog. Yes. Have you ever tested yeah. out lifestyle content on, on any of those platforms? I did. And what I noticed is like when I do on my YouTube channel, which is very small, but then I post it on my Facebook page, the post does really good. Like we just did, we put shiplap up in our hallway and I showed the before picture. I did a little video with, you know, what it entailed. And that post seems to be doing pretty good. I'm noticing when I'm doing something, the post does better. So Great. 
That's where I'm confused about. Like my other brand, I used to just sit and give like funny parenting advice and tell funny stories, which my friends seem to love. But a lot of that didn't take off right away. And I feel like now the lifestyle might take off. Or at least give you more to work with. I mean, I, I know you're yeah. you're an amazing mom, but you've also been oh, blogging thanks. about and writing about being a mom for a while. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll give you some something new to to chew on. And the turn is that I like moms, we do have lives. We had ambitions and goals and dreams before we got married. And some of us, those dreams had to go to the wayside because we were raising our lovely, beloved children. (laughs) Even though most of us would want to run away from home. I only say it, Lauren. (laughs) Some of my friends lie about it. And Phil. Yeah. Here's what I want. Here's what I want your opinion on. Okay. And I say this to musicians, artists, hosts, actors, anyone where you are the product that we're selling. What makes you great, Kathy? Why do people pay attention to you? My sense of humor and my realness. I'm authentic. There's no BS. I'm not hiding behind anything. What you see is what you get. Yeah. Do you know, you guys are probably very young, but my father used to say I was kind of like Rona Barrett. Do you know who that was? I do. I think it's yeah. true. But I, I, like yeah. I, in this case, Kathy, where we, we yeah. look at a brand, right? Every individual mm-hmm. is made up of two components, content, personality, and it's on a sliding scale. If we, if it was out right. of 100, right? It's a low ratio. Right. You definitely skew more to the personality side, which is good in this pivot because I feel like regardless of what you talk about, people are going to pay attention because they want your opinion and your humor, regardless of what it actually right. is in the way that they get it from a comedian. Right. I mean, I don't know if I could actually be a comedian and do stand-up or anything, but I kind of, like, my family thinks I'm nuts. So I have so many ideas but that's where I'm leaning toward. I'm having trouble, like going in that direction and just pulling the plug on it and just doing it. You know, that's the scary part. Other than flipping houses and doing DIY things, what other right. lifestyle topics are you thinking about? Like, are you passionate about cooking, traveling, like other lifestyle related activities? Traveling. I love my husband and I have a bucket list and of all the places we want to go. So that, you know, twice a year, we're going to do that. We just went to Nashville and had a total blast. We want to next year, we're going on a river cruise. We want to go to Greece. Yeah, that stuff. And I enjoy beauty because I did work in the beauty field for 17 years while my kids were little. I worked at a very upscale spa in Jersey and I was the receptionist, but the stuff that I learned was unbelievable. Like about all the products, the hair products. I do my friends' kids' hair when they're going to prom. I do, you know, so that part of it I like. Because I, I, sitting there for 17 years, I learned a lot. So I love the beauty products. Well, I think that I, I'm looking at your blog right now. And really, we just need to sort of reshape those blog categories and give a bit right. more emphasis to those lifestyle topics that you just mentioned. And then I think it's just a right. matter of like putting it into action, doing one one post per topic and rotating and just kind of being a bit more open to other storytelling opportunities outside of being a mommy blogger. 
Right. And just take the risk, right, Lauren? Just yeah. do it. Pull the plug and just continue to pound the pavement. Because I think, I don't know, I got so focused with the brand and I think I forgot about my personality a little bit. And I think that was just because the fear of it. You know what I mean? Like the unknown, what people are going to think of you. That's what it is. I think and you, you don't want people it. judging you. They won't. I, right? Go for it. Yes. Of Bill, course. you think go for it? Go for it. <laughs> I think Go yeah, we, and pull the plug. we as brands are always evolving. You have to be okay with that, right? Because life right. is changing for you. You're discovering new things about yourself, right? Particularly yeah. with a brand that's so personality driven, it positions you to be able to share that experience. Where on social media are people most actively engaged with you? Well, I think Twitter. I mean, this is the part that's confusing to me, Bill. My social media numbers, like Instagram, I'm growing. I'm growing slowly, but I, I think I'm growing. Twitter, I have over 15,000 followers, which I think is good. But is if you're pitching something to, you know, product, do is that a good range, 15,000 followers? Like, what are companies looking for? I think that's really good. In fact, I think that would classify you certainly as an influencer, particularly in a niche. Uh, industry or market like mommy blogging. Absolutely, that's good, especially if you have proven engagement and consistency in your posts. That's, um, right. I think it's really good. I only post like three times a day. Is that good or should I be posting more? I think it's great. What's the average? I think that's probably above the average now, especially on Twitter. I mean, news outlets and stuff okay. post very often, but three a day is great. The fact that you're just sticking with it is the most important thing. When people look back on that and go, wow, she's active on this platform. She's got an audience. That's what people want to see. They want to see proof of concept. And I think especially on Twitter, you've shown that. What's the social media that you think is the most popular that companies are looking at more? Do you think Instagram is higher up now? Yeah, I think Instagram is definitely taking the spotlight nowadays. Yeah, yes, they, used to be right. Facebook, yeah. used to be Facebook, Twitter, etc. But Instagram is really where it's at. But at the same time, for media opportunities, they still look at Twitter. Twitter's very much, okay. it, yeah, it plays a very important role in the media landscape. So yeah, I think it's great that you got Facebook too. Um, Facebook, yes, people look at that, but I think Facebook not as much as it used to be for sure. Okay, because I have 12,000 on Facebook. Yeah, and that's that's good. These are all good numbers. You also want to make sure you're driving engagement and just constantly researching what are the best strategies that I can use to make sure I'm optimizing my efforts on these platforms. But let's get back to the brand discussion because all of the social media kind of stems from that, right? Let's have a little brainstorm so that you've got the confidence to know with this pivot in positioning, you can start to create your magic within that. What are some ideas beyond just renovating homes, staging, etc.? What are some other ways that we can evolve this brand just beyond mommy stuff? Um, That's where I'm at a loss for, Phil. Okay, let's stop for a second. It is Lauren and Dalton. Hello. Okay, Dalton, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about our services. Let's talk about it. It's called a brand audit. And it's something that Phil and I actually do every single day with clients. It's how we begin all working relationships. And Dalton, tell us what people can get in about a 90-minute consultation. You can get this, what you're listening to right now, more in-depth, more intimate. Oh, and you get like over 40 
slides summarizing everything about your brand and a total checklist moving forward, which is very useful. 40 slides. That's that's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Actually, I need to talk to Phil about finding a way to automate that. But regardless, our listeners will enjoy a 15% discount. So just visit philpallon.expert slash therapy and you can get 15% off of a brand audit and spend time with Phil, me, and by special request, Dalton. (laughs) I hope everyone should request me. So request Dalton and schedule a brand audit. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Yes. What are some ideas beyond just renovating homes, staging, et cetera. What are some other ways that we can evolve this brand just beyond mommy stuff? Um, That's where I'm at a loss for, Phil. <laughs> that's where I'm at a loss for. I know I need to do more every week. Like I want to blog once a week and I want to do a video once a week. But that's where I'm kind of like at a crossroads. I don't know. That's the problem. I think that frequency sounds great. So one blog a week, one video a week, And it would be awesome if they were both kind of related. So maybe one week you're talking about family, another week you're talking about beauty, another week you're talking about travel, another week you're talking about DIY stuff. And then you just keep rotating. I think part of the wonderful thing about your brand is that as an unfiltered mom, you tell it like Mm -hmm. it is. And literally, like Phil said, no matter what you're doing, people want to know your opinion on it because you are just so funny. We're in a world where everything is curated. Everything is edited. We've got Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. who's just like so like restrained. And everyone yep. just cares so much about putting across this sort of zen blogger image. And yeah. I think what's wonderful about you is that you don't subscribe to any of that philosophy. You're real. No. And so I, I think maybe trying to be like the anti-Gwyneth is kind of a fun angle for you. <laughs> And just That's being... a good one, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. But because, for example, I'm not going to lie. I love Goop and I subscribe Goop. to all of the emails. I know it's ridiculous, but I do. And when I'm seeing, you know, a post for a $750 sweatsuit, I think to myself, that is absolutely absurd. But what would be even funnier <laughs> is if you are like offering the real version of that. Like you're offering like cheap, cheap, unhealthy (laughs) meals because they're easy to make instead of like some crazy keto diet. You need to just flip on a camera and just go. So what's stopping you from doing this? Or is anything stopping you from doing it? There is because my friends get mad at me too, Phil. Sometimes when we got, they're like, Kathy, let's just put the phone on you. I think I have the mentality where it's got to be perfect. No. And that's ridiculous. No, I know. Don't do it, right? Even if you have our even if you have our permission from this this call, in fact, I think it works better for you if it's not perfect. I think we're 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 tired of perfect because that's what everyone else is doing. And it feels on brand for you to just when I said to you what makes you special, you said it's the fact that I'm I'm honest, I'm I keep it real. So keep your content real too. So don't even edit anything. <laughs> I don't think you Just have whatever to. Whatever comes out of my mouth. I think so. I would love that. Don't wouldn't you, Phil? All right, I'm gonna Phil's do it, guys. I'm gonna Phil's nodding. Phil's nodding. All right, then I'm gonna do that. That's the game plan and see where it goes. Right. Yes, definitely. See and where just, it goes. Write the blog. Yeah. Yeah, and just I think the, the blog. I don't care. It's more videos. 
Yes, yeah, the videos. The written word, I don't care. I could write, definitely. But it's the video. I don't know what it is. But if somebody else is filming me, I'm fine. But if I've got the camera set up and the light and that's it, I don't know what it is. I get like shell shocked. Are you doing Facebook right. and Instagram live right now or either of those? Yes, Facebook live I am. And Instagram live, I'm just, I'm not doing and I should do that. I should do that. The thing I don't understand is how do you clip a video on Instagram live when it can only be what? A couple seconds, right? Oh, on Instagram live, um, it can just run. It can be how like like over an hour or one hour, one hour. Yeah, Instagram Instagram live. live? Mm Mm-hmm. Not the stories, Instagram live. Yes. Stories cap at 15 seconds, right, Phil? That's it. Yeah. Okay. But Instagram Live, you just press play and, and that's that. And that's it. Then I should do that. I'm doing that. It's such a good idea for you. Yes, this is going to be, I think, one of the best tangible tips for you to take away. When I talk about Instagram, I often describe it in three distinct social media platforms. So you've got your feed, which is curated and beautiful and frequent. You've got your right. stories, which right. are day to day and they're not as polished and they're quick and easy and throughout the day so that people see your stuff. And then finally, you've got live, which is the one that most people don't do. They're afraid to get on camera. They're not comfortable getting on camera. They don't do it. Even I don't do it. Like I've done maybe two lives in my life, which is unacceptable, truly. Okay, then you better do it, Phil. If I'm going to do it, you better do it. I like this rule. (laughs) I like this rule. We should both do it. But yes, Kathy. Oh, my God. And Lauren should do it. The whole world should be doing it. (laughs) No, I'm going to do it. Yeah, because it's just... If you do it, Phil, I'll do it. I like it. If you jump, I jump. It's just, it's less competitive. You know, it's it's just another way. I've heard of people going on live for an hour and getting 500 plus new followers because people discover them. Kathy, it's perfect for your brand. You could create right, your own little it. show once a week. The Kathy show, you know, whatever. Like Cat go, chat. yeah, and just go on. And, the cat it, chat. The cat <laughs> We're laughing, just picturing this, you doing this. I'd watch it every single week. I'd be your number one fan. The cat chat. I'm doing it, Phil. What are you going to do in your first live? Let's make a plan right now. Let's make an outline so you can go and do it this week. My face plan of the cat chat. No, I want to do it on a Monday. So we'll do it on Mondays. Because then all week it could go. Right? People will find it all week long. Is that how it works? No, unfortunately, it's not how it works. You've got about twenty. <laughs> yeah. You go about twenty-four hours after you go live. It'll stick oh, around. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Now I know. See the cat chat. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, everyone's gonna. Do gonna... I don't know. Look, I don't know. I'll have to think of a good topic. But you're right. Once a week, just once a week. Yeah, start off with once a week. And what you should do is you should promote your live leading up to it using your stories and maybe even using your feed. So it could be something as simple as like, tonight at 3 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be talking about X. Comment below with questions you'd like me to answer. And and if you're on the feed, yeah, on the feed or in or in stories, you could say, you know, send me a DM for questions you want answered or comment on my feed with questions you want answered and and generate buzz. And if you train your audience to expect this every single week there, you will be getting regular, uh, regular viewers. Oh, I'm doing it. This is easy. 
Easy. I could definitely do this. Yeah, you'll rock Easy. it. Do it on the phone and that's it. Yep. Right, do it on the phone, not the computer. I want to know what your first cat chat's going to be about. My first cat chat, the Roseanne show. And Great. thank God. Yeah, some, uh, something that is, pre- you know, during the week relevant. I and said to you, it almost it and talk about it. Yep, it almost doesn't matter so much about what you talk about. It's just the fact that you do no. it consistently. But I think we've got a few minutes here. Let's actually plan a structure. I, and I'm doing this conscious of people listening, not just you, Kathy, because you're pretty confident. Right. You're pretty comfortable to just jump on and do it. But that's the nature of what you do. What about people who know that there's a huge opportunity for? going live, but aren't exactly sure what structure. Let's maybe talk Mm -hmm. about that. Structure your hour in the way that we might structure a podcast episode or a TV show. Mm -hmm. So we would have to do that, right? You just, I would pick a day, a weekday, sit down and do it every, the same time, every week, same day, and just see what's relevant and uh, wing it. I actually... I like the idea of winging it, but I also like the idea of maybe having a loose structure because it also formalizes your effort in kind of having your own TV show in kind of a jokey but also relevant way. So it's kind of like, welcome to the cat chat. Here's what we're going to talk about today. I'm talking about this. I'm also going to mention this and this so people know what's coming up. And then maybe you take questions at the end. Like that's a very simple, quick structure we just wrote in five seconds that gives you something to work within, right? Yep. And it's perfect. And once you have the, the that set, I'm sure after the first one, it's going to be a no-brainer anymore because you just do it. It comes naturally. Yeah, I needed that. I would structure the episode so that the first bit is me time, like it's you talking, right. and then the second bit is you time. And that's when you're answering questions from people who are watching. And I would explicitly say that to... And how long should it go? 20 minutes? I think you're the judge of that based on what kind of engagement you're getting and how hot the topic is that you're talking about. I think that you can decide that as you go. That's the beautiful thing is it's not a formalized TV show. This is new media. You get mm-hmm. to kind of be the, the, the decider of that. I would say the other thing too is when you're just getting started, don't feel like you're going to have floods of guests coming in. Right. I know that. Yeah. 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 Don't worry about that. Get it out there because so many people that see the material that you create are not going to see it live, but they're going to engage with it within 24 hours after the fact. And the more you do this each week, Kathy, the more people are going to come to expect it. That's the best advice, Phil. The best thing you could ever say, because that's the part I struggle with. If you don't see it immediately, you feel like you're not doing anything. So then you just shut it off and not do it again. And by you saying that, that really helps. Good. I'm ready for the first cat chat. What about you, Lauren? (laughs) Can we change it to Wednesdays? Lauren, you ready? (laughs) Yes, I'm going to do Wednesdays. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Beautiful. Well, we're going to let you get to work. And I think, I, I, I know you're an executor. I know you take action on this stuff. So we're very excited to see what you do. I love you guys. I am too. Beautiful. Yay! It's been fun to catch up, Kathy, and we will talk to you very soon. All righty. Bye, Kathy. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Sorry, what's the name of her live show again? The Cat Chat. (laughs) The Cat Chat. The Cat Chat. Of course. It's very simple. The Cat Chat.
Oh, that was funny. That was the first instance where I almost didn't keep it together in the middle of a conversation. But I'm right, though, because like that woman has personality and a sense of humor like nobody else. I mean, that was hilarious. She deserves nothing short of extreme fame. I agree. It wouldn't matter what she talks about. It's just so enjoyable to hear her perspective on things. But she also has a very strong work ethic. Like, I know that she'll actually take this advice and do something with it. Yeah, she's whip smart and also really capable. She is very good at winging things, just as she said. It's exciting nowadays we have available to us more raw forms of video content. So like it used to be you'd have to pre-produce fancy graphics and film it on a fancy camera, something for YouTube. But now you can just hop on Instagram Live or Facebook Live and have a chat. And the minute you hang up, it's out there. It's done. Many people are disappointed, Kathy included, that your Instagram Live is only out there for 24 hours. But I actually see that as a really good thing. For people who aren't confident with video, it's kind of nice to know that like 24 hours later, there's going to be no trace of it. I don't know. I find that reassuring, don't you? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's just how people consume content. We think, oh, it has to be out there. It has to last forever. But actually, people watch people watch it once and that's it. It doesn't need to live forever. I don't know. I think if there's that limit, like you have to watch it before it disappears, it increases the likelihood that people will actually take that action that you want. I'm very excited for the cat chat. Uh, we want to know what you think of this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. She's hilarious. God love her. I know. Like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am at Phil Palin on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Lauren Moore. Find us using hashtag brand therapy to continue the conversation. We're here every week with a brand new episode, a brand new therapy session where we talk to a brand new guest about one of the challenges that they're facing with their brand and their business. We're happy you're here. We're happy you've listened to this episode and we look forward to you being back on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Helps other people find this and we'll see you back next week on Brand Therapy. Bye. next week on Brand Therapy. I wanted to kind of delineate between promoting myself as a, just a straight up singer in the like session world and then my own artist thing. And I, maybe that was a bad idea. I'm not sure.